I've entitled this um, probably sermonette, shortened version this morning, uh, The God of Surprises. Let us pray. Gracious God, as we open your word, as we think about the amazing birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, um, may your Holy Spirit be here. May your angels minister to us as they did to him. And we thank you for blessing this service in Jesus' name. Amen. Christmas is the time of surprises. Of course, uh, especially for children, and I was with some just a few days ago, and their eyes lit up when they realized how soon Christmas would be here and they would be opening their gifts. I came across this illustration of a woman who had waited to the last minute to send Christmas cards. So she rushed into the store. She bought a package of 50 cards without really looking at them. She hurriedly signed each card, still without reading the verse inside, and she sent 49 of them to her friends and neighbors. A few days later, she happened to notice the leftover card lying on a table. And glancing more closely at it, she discovered with dismay the following verse. This card is just to say, a little gift is on the way. <laughs> the God of surprises. God surprised us even though He told us ahead of time what he was going to send. In the book of Micah, one of those little books that's hard to find at the end of the Old Testament, chapter 5, verses 1 through 5, and also in Isaiah 7, 14, and chapter 9, God predicted that he would send this special child. In Micah 5, 2, he tells us the location where this child would be found, that would be Bethlehem. We are told in Micah the pre-existence of Christ. Jesus existed before He was born as a babe on this earth. In Micah it says His origins will be from of old, from ancient times, from the days of eternity. Christ's birth was predicted in Isaiah 7.14 in the context of a virgin who would be in labor giving birth to a son called Emmanuel, God with us. You'll never try and, you'll never really understand the mystery of the birth of Jesus Christ, but we can stand in wonder and amazement at what God did, that God would contract to the measure of a woman's womb. And this would be the God man, child, that would be born and come into this world. His name in Isaiah 9-6 is Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And if you get nothing else from this time of the year, then run with that idea of Him being the Prince of Peace, a peace child being born to us. These scriptures also say that he would be ruler over Israel, 
that he would shepherd his flock, that he would be a great light for the Gentiles. These, these prophecies were written hundreds of years before Jesus Christ uh, would be born. This is one of the reasons that we believe in the Bible and we believe in what it says about Jesus Christ. We're not just jumping into the dark when we believe that. There are, there are prophecies that are very specific on what to expect from this amazing person. Micah says in 5.4 that God's people will live securely, that there would be greatness reaching to the ends of the earth, that there would be peace. He will be their peace in Micah 5.5 and Isaiah 9.7, that Christ will have justice or will bring justice, for He will reign over David's throne and kingdom with justice, and that He will bring righteousness. God surprised us also in the way that He sent His gift. He sent His gift through an angel, Gabriel by name. He sent His gift through a virgin, Mary, through the work of the Holy Spirit was this baby born or conceived. And of course, He surprised us by sending a baby. God surprised us in the place where He sent His gift. As I mentioned, it was this insignificant little place called Bethlehem. And then, of course, in a manger and a stable. If you and I were writing the story ahead of time, we wouldn't write it this way, would we? God surprised us why He sent His gift. Why was this baby born? Why was this man-child sent to us? Well, the Scripture says, and the children sang about it, to save His people from their sins. We have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so God knew that He needed to rescue us, and this is the way that He chose to do it. Everybody who believes and trusts in Jesus Christ, the Bible says, has eternal life. And the message would not just go to his own people, the Jewish people, but eventually to the non-Jewish world, the Gentiles. And Christ, or the message of Christ, would be a light for the Gentiles. God surprised us in the who of this gift, that it was Jesus the Christ, Emmanuel, God with us. Many people find it hard to relate to God. So God came in the flesh, and we can relate. And it's much easier for all the Christians in this room can relate much easier to a, a physical person, a child, or a man than they can to the Holy Spirit. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are all God, but Jesus took flesh. He's also called the Son of the Most High in Luke, <clears throat> the Son of God, the King of the Jews, the Shepherd of Israel, and the Holy One. Jesus is the only human being <clears throat> who has truly lived a holy life, which simply means He met all of the demands of a holy God. Everything that the law of God demanded from mankind, Jesus Christ fulfilled. And that's the only way that you and I can be saved for eternity because we trust in Jesus, the man who truly was holy and pleased 
God. And God surprised us in the how of His gift. In Luke chapter 1, verse 28, the angel and the virgin Mary, the angel says, Mary, you are highly favored. Now, I don't think Protestants give enough due to Mary. The Catholics overdo it, and the Protestants uh, undervalue Mary. She was a very favored lady. Every Jewish lady that was pregnant would, would hope for this messianic child to be born of them. So the angel says, Mary, you are highly favored. The Lord is with you. But Mary, she was greatly troubled. Do not be afraid, Mary, the angel said. Somebody has written that <clears throat> this do not be afraid idea comes, appears in Scripture 365 times. How many days are in the year? Well, you know what to run with. Do not be afraid. Trust in the Lord your God. But Mary says, how will this be? And the answer came, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. How can this be? We're still asking that question today. And the answer comes back, nothing is impossible with God. The angel also spoke to Joseph and told Joseph, do not be afraid. What is conceived in her, Mary, is from the Holy Spirit. And again, to the shepherds. They were terrified. What did the angel say? Have you caught it yet? Do not be afraid. There are a lot of people that are afraid at this time of the year. At this time of the year, there's a lot of depression. Suicides go up. People feel afraid, isolated, lonely. But the angel says, do not be afraid. I sometimes wonder, those shepherds with the sheep, whether these sheep that they were taking care of were the sacrificial sheep that the priest would sacrifice. I don't know. I just imagine them talking about the prophecies of the Messiah, and the angels recognized that and told them this really good news about Jesus. Well, what did they do? What did those shepherds do? What should you and I do when we know such good news about Jesus? The Scripture says in Luke 2.17 that they spread the Word, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had seen and heard. Luke 2.20. The wise men... How many wise men? Ah, are you sure? How many gifts? Yeah, we can be sure about that, but we actually don't know how many wise men. But however many there were, probably quite a few of them, they came to worship Him. They were overjoyed, they bowed down and worshipped Him, and they opened their treasures and presented this family and the baby with gifts. That was their response. Some of you just came up and gave your gifts. Joseph, well, how did he respond? He did what the angel of the Lord commanded him, probably very confused, 
but still obedient. Mary, she said, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. Blessed is she who has believed that what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. My soul glorifies the Lord, she says. One of the most beautiful uh, prophetic statements anywhere in Scripture. My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. And then, of course, the text that is very special. Mary treasured up all of these things and pondered them in her heart. Zechariah, well, he responded by saying, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because He has come and has redeemed His people. Simeon, Anna praised God. The angels praised God. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. You will find a baby. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to men on whom His favor rests. If you're trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ this morning, the Scriptures teach that God's favor rests upon you. Well, how will we respond to this God of surprises at this time of the year? In Jesus Christ, God gave the very best that He could because He gave Himself. Don't be surprised if He comes to you today and announces the good news concerning Jesus Christ. This Christmas time, Jesus can be your peace and your righteousness how will you respond to this Christ child? Let us pray. The angel said to Mary, Mary, you have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, for he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. Holy Father, may you be, through Jesus Christ our Lord, uh, give us your peace at this time of the year. May we share the good news of Jesus with those around us. May we feel your presence. Take away all our fears. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.